Okay, good. Hey, gorgeous. Aviola here. I'm the founder of womanifesting.com and the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab for smart coaches, healers, and creative gurus to learn how to be seen, be heard, and launch movements. It's all about your mindset, your marketing, and your money, baby doll. Okay, so let's talk. It is day number four of my free spiritual um, spiritual business success camp. <laughs> Say that five times fast. So day four, day five. Whichever it says in the comments is the day that it is. I'm a little bit loopy um, because at the time that I am recording this, I really need to go get something to eat, um, which I will momentarily. So anyway, I'm answering your questions um, about starting a business as a coach, a healer, or growing a business, or saving a business. And I love this question someone sent me. It basically went something like, Dear Abiola, I love all of your advice around mindset. I love all of your advice around spirituality and manifesting. And most of all, I really love all of your business advice. But do you use manifesting in your business? Do you use the law of attraction in your business? Absolutely. How we do anything is how we do everything. So the law of attraction um, or, you know, the law of divine compensation, it has many different names, um, but it is one name, you know, like attracts like, um, is the law of the world, <laughs> the land, the universe. So it's like saying, do you use oxygen in your business? Yeah, I don't have a choice. Do you use gravity in your business? Yeah, I don't have a choice. Um, but I do like this question because I guess what you're asking me is, do I consciously and purposefully use the law of attraction in your business. And absolutely I do. Um, so thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this and share about it. And this is a part of why I launched the Spiritpreneur Movement to create a space for us to be able to have these kinds of conversations that would be taboo in any other business uh, setting or business conversation. So, one of the ways I'll share with you several different ways that I use the law of attraction and manifesting um, whatever terminology you use when it comes to my business. My business, just if you're just joining me and don't know me, um, to give you some context, I run an international empowerment company for women that includes coaching, um, courses, uh, empowerment products like affirmation cards and international retreats um, to start with, <laughs> to name a few. Um, that is what my business is. My home website is womanifesting.com. And like in 2020, a year from now, 2020 September, I will be having my next retreat at the Omega Institute in New York. So I hope to see you there. Um, and like I said, I also sell affirmation cards, which let me share with you, this is one of the tools that I use in my business. So I, they don't obviously come in this envelope. Um, I don't have the box with me uh, at the moment, but here is how my manifesting cards um look and the way that i use these in my business is just as a divination tool and you can use my cards my will manifesting cards or any card deck really um to help to give you guidance um and i'll do another video with you know spreads um that you can use to do readings um 
the most simple one is past, present, future, but I also have on my blog how to, how to use spreads to do readings, and that's one of the ones that I share. Um, but you can just, the easiest way is just pull a card. Just think of a number. Like if you're trying to um, make a decision about something within your business, should I go to that meeting? Should I collaborate with that brand on this offering? You know, um, or what is the guidance? What do I need to know today? And just tune in to um, the energy, whatever it is that that universal energy of love and goodness and godness is for you. And maybe you come up with a number like seven. And if so, then you shuffle or you can just split the deck. Three, four, five, six, seven. Sometimes a card will jump out and that's a card you need to pay attention to. And just pull a card. And we have pulled goddess Asaseya, Asaseya, who is Ghanaian Ashanti goddess. Um, having a voice is her message. It's a nurturing card. And it has a message that is totally relevant to our conversation right now. The affirmation is, I speak my life into existence. My voice has power. I speak my life into existence. My voice has power, which actually is number two thing that I do um, when it comes to sharing your, to using uh, manifesting in my business. I speak things into power. So for example, I just shared with you that I have this, my dream retreat, and I've had some amazing retreats with the most, the, my tribe, what? My soulmate tribe of incredible women that I am honored to serve are the best people hands down on this planet. Um, and I've had the honor of serving some of them at, you know, our retreats in Bali, in Belize, in Paris. And this year we will be in New York, Rhinebeck, New York. And this for me is a dream come true to collaborate with the Omega Institute to do this 2020 retreat. It is something that I spoke into existence. When I was at my Paris retreat this summer, and I was asked by Goddess Sandra, one of the goddesses in our circle, I charged everyone with sharing something personal and she turned it on me as a good coach, uh, healer, high exalted mystic ruler should. And she said, well, you, well, you know, well, what do you want to share basically? And I said, my next retreat will be in New York. I didn't know where, didn't know how, didn't know what I was, you know, didn't know. I was thinking that maybe it would be a castle retreat, like the retreat we were doing in Paris, but the universe had other ideas in mind and it will be at the Omega Institute. Um, a dream for me, really nine years in the making. That's a story for another day, but it came from me declaring that day, my next retreat I'm thinking will be in New York. That moment I had no idea where, and then I just started to speak it. My next retreat will be in New York. And I kept finding, not finding the right place for what I needed, but I stayed, I held fast. My next retreat will be in New York. And it was the same when I started doing retreats. Um, and I remember, way, you know, back then, way back then, three, four years ago or whatever it was. And I said to someone, you know, I'm going to be doing a retreat in Bali. And that person said to me, you've never done a retreat before. How are you? gonna do a retreat in Bali and I said internally watch me and I had an incredible 
retreat. Um, that was my first one out the gate. Now it wasn't my first event. I had had local events of varying sizes and collaborations and all of that. Um, and to be perfectly frank with you, 10 years ago, I don't think I'd ever heard of Bali. Um, but it was a phenomenal retreat and there I was with my beautiful tribe in Bali. I use the power of the tongue speaking things into existence all the time. I use it to hype myself up, um, you know, <laughs> to, 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 I use it to command the universe. I use it for gratitude, you know, give thanks in advance for all of the things that you are wanting to create. So if right now I was wanting to invite in a financial windfall, I would say, oh my goodness, I am so grateful. Thank you, my beautiful creator for thinking of me and giving me this beautiful extra money, enough to share, enough to donate, enough to give, enough to save. It is a windfall. It is raining abundance and I am so very grateful. So I do it with gratitude and also you could command the universe. You could call on your ancestors. I call on the energy and my ancestors and my beloved creator who loves me so very much that he created Beryl and Evadne who begat my mother and my father, who begat me. And I call at this very moment on the energy of the ancestors to please bless your daughter, protect me, keep me. There's some big dreams that I have in my heart and I call on you to have a space for me, to be a, a magic flying carpet for me, to help me, to grant me ease, to grant me blessings to let me know who to speak to, to so that I'm in the right place at the right time with the right words and the right actions. You know, you can command, oh, you can command the universe as a partner in the universe, not from you're some like crazy wizard on a mountain, you know, the things that you've seen in movies. No, you are a co-creator. You are a divine co-creator. And when you speak things into existence, it's not, you don't want to get to a place where you're locked in desperately on this one dream. And it has to be this one thing because maybe the universe has something better for you. Maybe your God has something better for you. So when you pray, you say, oh my goodness, this or something better for the good of all involved, you see? And so you leave room for the universe to dream a bigger dream for you because of the things that I have spoken into existence have always been things like me saying, now, God, I'm ready. Use me. I'm ready. <sighs> Which used to be a very terrifying prayer to speak. I remember the first time I heard Ms. Oprah Winfrey say it, I was like, ooh, that's crazy. That's too much. But now when I say that, amazing things happen. Things I haven't dreamt of. Things like my speaking fee being increased to $10,000 a talk. $10,000 an hour. Things like the gap showing up and saying, hey, what's up, girl? We want you and your curvy behind to be in ads, in underwear, and posters up in Gap stores. Things like people showing up and being like, hey, Aviola, I would love to shoot a talk show pilot with you in a live audience. Things that I have not conceived of and I couldn't make up if I tried. So 
that's number two, <laughs> speaking things into existence. And thank you to the card, Ashaseya, for um, giving us that guidance. I don't look down on any money. Abundance is abundance. Um, you know, and I don't step over pennies on the sidewalk. Um, I don't, if there's a penny, I will pick it up. <laughs> I'm laughing because thinking about earlier this year, because it is for me, again, I remind myself that to the beautiful force that made us all, a penny is the same as a million dollars. And when you turn and scoff your back on, ugh, that's beneath me, your creator says, oh, okay. All right, my daughter, I see you're good. And so if there is a penny, I will pick it up. <laughs> I will pick it up. Exception to the rule. I was in a bathroom, a public restroom, and there was a penny on the floor. And everything with me was like, Abby, all up, there's a penny, pick it up. Because I picked up pennies on the subway. I'm a germaphobe. <laughs> and even for a non-germaphobe, this was not a cool situation in this public restroom. And you know what? I prayed and said, okay, somebody needs that. Maybe it was a dime, whatever it was. Somebody needs that. I'm going to leave that here for y'all. <laughs> I'm going to leave that here for y'all. And you can do that too. You can take the penny or whatever or the dollar or whatever you find and donate it. Um, but I find money all the time because I'm, I'm just commanding abundance. I'm walking abundance. I am breathing abundance. So I find money all the time. And one of my favorite things to do is to, you know, sometimes turn around and give it or keep it and go buy myself some lunch or something like that. That's because another thing that's really important for us to know, us as a tribe of spiritpreneurs, it's very easy for us to give. Giving is so easy for us in every aspect of our lives, but receiving so number three, cultivate a practice of receiving. Woo! Very important. So asking for help in your business is important. Um, when it comes to negotiating your fees, speaking them out loud, speaking them loud and proud, not underpricing yourself and undervaluing your work and the energy that you put into the world and creating powerful energy exchange by you speaking your fees. Oh, you'd like me to speak? I would love to speak there. My rate is $10,000. Plain and simple. The great thing is I don't have to say it because I have a speaking agent, but I mean, it is what it is. So being able to speak that, being able to own that, being able to receive that without thinking you've got to give it all away. You are worthy and deserving of all good things. You are worthy and deserving of all great things. You are worthy and deserving of all abundance is really important. Very important. Cultivate a practice of receiving. Pick up those pennies, those dimes, those nickels, those quarters. You know, don't say, oh, well, no, no, no. When somebody wants to buy you lunch or coffee or tea or whatever. Thank you. Try that. Thank you. Learn how to receive. Start with a compliment. You look beautiful today. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Yes. And feel it. Yes, I do. Thank you. <laughs> Cultivate a practice of receiving if you want to receive. And in your business, this has to do with your money. It has to do with um, your pricing. It has to do with all of those things. Okay. All right, good. So number four, um, I wanted, I went and got this check um, because this is um, a little bit of a feed off of the last one, um, an extension of, of the, the last point that I made. 
And this is a check that I received. There are some checks that I received that are residuals from way back 20 million years ago when I started out as an actress and I received residuals from the Screen Actors Guild. So I did an episode of Law and Order. It was really a very long time ago. A very, very gazillion time, long time ago. Maybe it was 2004, something like that. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 2004. Maybe something like that. Whatever. Whenever it was, I did an episode of Law and Order. Um, and I still get residuals because Law and Order is around a lot. Um, my residuals tend to be like this. This is a check for $9.17. I don't know if you can see this. Okay. So there was a time where, again, I didn't cash these checks. I would let them pile up until they expire because some of them would be like $4 after they take everything out, the FICA, the MICA, the, the, this one, the that one, whatever. Um, and so they would end up being, let me cover my address so that I can show you this. Um, all right, do I rather see let you see busted nails or my address? You want to see some busted nails today. <laughs> Um, all right, so here's this check, and this is for four dollars and thirty-nine cents. Okay, so I would let these pile up until they were uncashable because it was just like I, I felt like at the time the check for four dollars. Like, really? Like, am I gonna deposit that? Like, I was somehow too good for four dollars and thirty-nine cents. What? This is a cup of tea. <laughs> this is a lot of things. <laughs> this is abundance. And you never, ever want to shirk on, turn your back on the universe. So if there are little checks you get, um, I remember I got a check for 39 cents from something else. You cash it. You cash it. And I will share with you, I have an embarrassing story um, somewhat when uh, in a situation where one of these checks had expired, when I got my senses and realized, oh my goodness, I'm pouring my abundance down the drain. I am telling myself that I'm not worthy of abundance. Um, and so I, real I woke up to that and realized that I tried to cash this check. Maybe it was, say it was $3, whatever it was. And the check was um, expired. It would have been 90 days or whatever the cycle was on it, six months or something like that. And I called up the Screen Actors Guild and I was like, told them what happened. And I was just straight up with them. I said, listen, I know it sounds crazy that I'm fighting for this $3 check, but this is a really important, important part of my abundance practice. And so I'm gonna need you to reissue the check for me, please. And the person, she didn't blink. She didn't, maybe she was part of our sisterhood. Um, she didn't blink. She didn't say, wow, that's crazy. She didn't even say, that's interesting. She said, okay, no problem, Miss Abrams. No problem. So your money is there. No problem. You're creating the problem. Okay. So there's no amount of money that is too small. I guess that's really a part, still a part of number three. Okay. So let's make that a part of the number three and let's go on to number four. Number four is, um, I do use vision boards in my business. I use them in ways like this. This is a vision board that we all made in the vision board challenge, um, the business vision board challenge a while back. And it has some of the, um, some of my past fun business things that have happened. This was at a, a reading that I had at a bookstore that I really like because it's owned by an African-American woman in Harlem. Sisters 
Sisters of Time bookstore. Um, and so I meld images of things that have happened and things that I'm birthing and creating. And I use them as vision boards in that way. I also, and I'm wishing I would have gotten all my materials together so I wouldn't have to keep getting up in this video. Um, <laughs> I also have, um, I do mini vision boards inside of my notebooks and planners. Um, so depending on what I am, sometimes I will have things, images created for me, um, which is something I do with the artwork in my house. If I ever get that, when I get that house tour loaded, you will see that. But I also do the same thing in my, um, whatever you call this, planner, agenda, etc. So like this one, um, there's an image uh, and that image is not how I'm living my everyday life, but it's an image that I enjoy and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel high vibe, it raises my vibration. It puts me into alignment. Um, so I have images like that. I have images that are meditative, meditative. Um, this is an image, see it says the sacred bombshell that reflects my last book. And I will create those for my upcoming books. Um, so that is something that you can do. Or even, I have like some collages. Let me see, maybe I took them out. I'm trying to find, I do like little mini vision boards in here. Um, like this doesn't really look like my current uh, relationship, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, it is a relationship. It doesn't matter um, the people, what the people look like in it. But you know, those kinds of things that are important for manifesting so vision boards envisioning putting images together um it's by kitty annabelle you know so putting images together that reflect what you're wanting to call in so for example if you want to get a book written get your cover designed get your cover designed now Get it printed out, put it on your, um, as a screenshot on your phone or your laptop, put it on your desk, maybe even frame it, look at it, create it, manifest it. With my decks of affirmation cards, I did the boxes long before the cards. Um, what was I doing? I was coming into alignment with my vision. Again, you don't want to, manifestation doesn't happen from the energy of desperation. It happens from the energy of, oh, of course, it's supposed to happen. It's the next logical step <laughs> it's the next logical step and I'll be okay either way that's the art of non-attachment and surrender I'll be okay either way but I'm excited and I'm grateful because I know that this is the path as a friend just told me about something else it's already yours it's already yours okay so those are some of the ways that I use the law of attraction in my business. Um, another way is that I use the power of intention. So what do you intend? I am very clear about the goals, the objectives, the intentions that I have. Although, as I said, I leave room. This or something better for the good of all involved. So if you launch a course and you want the course to be a $40,000 launch, Okay, and it's a $1,000 course. That's 40 people signing up for the course. Very simple. So what's your objective? 
I need 40 people to sign up. Okay, then you do the math backwards. How many people need to be on my mailing list? How many people need to view my webinar? How many people need to, um, to opt in to my free gift or whatever it is in order to, for me to be able to achieve this number? And you take into account things like, this is some of the stuff we just covered this week in the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab that most emails have an open rate of, um, most email mailing lists have an open rate of 14%, okay? And most, um, most, if you were trying to purchase something, there's usually a 2% conversion rate. Your numbers may be way more than this or way less, depending on how warm your crowd is to whatever it is that you're offering. So doing that math and figuring out, okay, I need exactly X amount of people. I'm going to just make up a number. I need 3,000 people to view this video or 3,000 people on my mailing list or whatever it is in order for me to make my $40,000 launch. So be very specific in your goals. Also, if you are just um, commanding the universe and welcoming in abundance, okay? So remember earlier I was saying, okay, if you're welcoming in a windfall, give it a number. Give it a number. What is it? What are you welcoming in? I am welcoming in $40,000 by, give it a date, $40,000 by November 15th. Give it a date, give it a time. Um, be very specific. The universe likes specificity and the universe likes speed. Being um, meditative meditating <laughs> is wonderful because it is a high vibrational activity um but you also want to be active and take inspired action use the power of intention and use the power of specificity okay um then for the next one that was i think that was number four five i always lose track of the numbers if i don't make notes um so for the next uh, next way that I use law of attraction in my business is that I think that it is really valuable to stay whenever possible high vibe, to raise your vibrational energy to that which you want to attract. So if, for example, you are wanting to have um, a retreat, what is the energy of hosting your own retreat? It's here. If your energy is here, you're going to be out of alignment and you're going to miss it. All right. You can't miss what's coming to you, but you will miss that vibration. So if you want to catch that vibration now, you've got to raise your vibration, raise your vibrational energy by being high vibe, eating high vibe, eating high vibrational foods, having high vibrational conversations. There are people in this world that I love people that I love dearly um, and I haven't seen or spoken to them um, more than, you know, a, a text message, um, loving text messages for maybe the past year. Um, and I know life is short. I'm very aware of that, but I've been in some situations where I need to protect my magic and I need to protect my energy. And so when it comes to creating uh, the beautiful life that you want, you have to save yourself first because you can't save anybody else. You cannot take care of anybody else. You can't, um, you know, a lot of us are supporting family members. You cannot do any of those things if you are drained, if you are depressed, if you are um, on the same energetic vibration that they may be. 
So that's just something to think about, okay? So where's your vibration? Protect your vibration. Protect your vibrational energy. Bring it into alignment with the things that you want to create and manifest in your business. If you are watching this, then whatever business you want to create is a, a business that is going to serve, uplift, and empower people. Whether you are a natural foods chef, um, a hair guru, uh, a doggy guru, like one of the beautiful women in the current program, or, um, you know, a, like all of these are very, very important to increasing our quality of life and all equally as important, whether you're a health guru or a sex guru, it's all very, very important to improving, uplifting, encouraging, and empowering. So we need you to be in a high vibration. And that doesn't mean that you're happy every day. It doesn't mean that you deny your feelings. No, feel your feelings, but then feel your way back into the vibration of the things that you are wishing to call into your life. Okay, so those are just some of the few ways that I use the law of attraction in my business. Honestly, there are many, many more. Like I could go on and on and on. Meditation is a big part of my life. Um, I just noticed that this is back here, sound healing, you know, is a part of my life, raises my vibration, um, chanting is a vibrational healing thing for me. Hypnosis, oh my goodness hypnotherapy has been phenomenal for me so much so that I have been studying it so that I could bring it to you. Um, all things that are related to um, our simple beautiful theory that like attracts like. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. If you have any questions at all, let me know if you would be interested in a specific course around manifesting in your business. Um, it's funny because the link for my current business program is always manifestyourbusiness.com. Um, but let me know. And you can start free with the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab. I've got a free masterclass called Spiritpreneur Visibility Secrets. And you can get started with that free at richgoddess.club. That's the link, richgoddess.club. All right, my loves, be seen, be heard. Have an amazing movement. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I just remember one thing. One thing, one thing I just wanted to show you. The most basic thing, um, which you may or may not be doing, um, and all of us, a lot of us start out with this, but it can never get too old because it always works. Write your affirmations down on post-its or the things that you are wishing to call into your life and create, put them where you can see them read them, say them, affirm them. Um, I love to have magic wands around and just remind myself of the magic of the universe. Be seen, be heard, be movement. Namaste.